Linux in the house. Shizzle McNizzle. Welcome to Linux and the Howie-Yow-Yow-Yow-Yow-Wowzers. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. Welcome to Linux in the House. Episode 8. Episode 8, and uh, we're slipping a little because we didn't get one in for Christmas, but we're getting one in for the new year. Hammer it out. Uh, we decided to delay a little bit to give Paige time to play with her new toy, which some people have already talked to. Uh, are aware of your new toy page? Tell us what you got for the Christmases. For the I Christmases a- page. What did you get for the Christmases? <laughs> Shut up and I can tell everyone. I got a bamboo tablet, which is probably the best gift I've ever gotten. I love it. Why is that? Well, because it does everything I want it to do. Heck, I, I can use it for a mouse. I mean, I don't even use my mouse anymore. I just use my bamboo tablet. A little tablet with the pen and you got like the how big is it how big is the it's like, like isn't it like seven inches of uh touch space or whatever no i think that's bigger than seven inches i don't know well isn't i'm not it? sure because i remembered reading and i heard seven inches i'm not sure if this it, it was this one or the old one because this is the newer version isn't it yeah, it's uh, it's one of the new. It's, I what is it? The C what what model number is it? C ten L four seven O. Yeah, it's it came out within the past couple of months. Because I love it so much, I haven't gotten rid of any of the cases or anything. Um. Yeah. So to tell tell us tell us a little bit about it. Um. And and talk about it. Well, it's um. It's like basically a super sensitive touchpad, and you hover over it with the pen to uh, to move the mouse across the screen, and you tap the pen onto the 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 pad, or you touch the pad to uh, to click or make a line or whatever. It depends on what you're doing with it, and it's kind of hard to get used to. You can tell them all because you were trying to use it tonight before the show, trying to figure something out. I, I made you use it because I didn't have a mouse. Um, it's kind of hard to get used to, but after you do get used to it, it's really, really simple to use, and it's really a very useful tool for drawing. And I've really, my, I can just see my drawing skills improve on GIMP and. Well, yeah, GIMP, basically, because that's really the only computer graphic program I use right now. Um, but I can see how much better it was than when I just had the mouse. And I don't have to just use the paths tool all the time. I can use, like, the paintbrush and stuff to draw lines because it's not, like, it's not the mouse where, you know, I'm, I'm afraid it'll just, like, zoom off the page with the, with the paint or whatever because I can control it with the little pen, which is really convenient. Uh... I will admit, um, I tried using a pen a few years ago when I had to go help a graphic designer with something on her computer, and instead of a mouse, she was using she was using one of those um, Wacom tablets, and I had such a hard time with it. Um, and even now, using your your pen right now, I, I would just if I sat down and spent more than like five minutes with it, I'm sure maybe it would start to become second nature. But I have a hard time keeping the pen and screen perspective in control. Yeah, that- that's something you gotta get used to because a lot of people are used to like being able to take the mouse and just like. When you have a mouse or your finger or something, you can you can either pick up the mouse or if you have like a mouse pad, you can move your finger back and use it to move the mouse over to the side of the screen. But with the bamboo, it pretty much syncs up to the screen. It's kind of like a smart board. So wherever the pen goes is where the um, where the mouse ends up. You can't like put the pen back in the center to drag it off to a corner. You got to put the pen in the corner of the of the tablet or the pad or whatever, which is kind of difficult to get first few minutes and also you gotta have a steady hand 
And and you gotta you gotta keep it hovered over the board. You can't rest it on the board unless you wanna click. It's kinda hard to get used to. But it didn't take me that long because I was so excited. Soaked up all the knowledge. The Linux sponge. What um what see I, I my my expectation with with a tablet to pen like that would be to use it primarily for something like the GIMP or Inkscape. And you use it for everything. You use it in place yeah. of a pen. I do. Uh, I use it in place of a mouse because, um, one, it's kind of easier to just use one primary thing rather than switching back and forth. And I really love how it works, and I, I just like it a lot better than a mouse. And I do a lot of things on GIMP, and sometimes I just spontaneously want to go on GIMP and work on something, so I don't have to switch from mouse to pen to mouse to pen, and I don't have to like keep putting away and pulling back out this. Um, this tablet when I can just leave it on my desk here in my room, leave it on the computer desk, and I can just set it there right in front of my little laptop, and I can have my laptop right in front of it, and I have my keyboard right underneath my um, external keyboard, and I can just use my keyboard whenever I need it, and I use the, the pad and the pen for my mouse. I really like it, and I really want to make sure I'm completely used to it, because it's really useful. Now, you've, you have only used it, like... I, I, I guess when, when I look at that, and my primary thinking of that is to use it as a drawing device. Um, before we get into that, have you used it? I mean, are there, is there any kind of other functionality you have found besides using it for drawing or using it as a mouse? I mean, is there uh, is there something that it does besides the drawing that, that makes it easier as opposed to using a mouse or a touchpad? Um quite sure what you're what you mean but uh i don't i don't really know the the one of the things that makes it easy to use as a mouse i know you weren't asking this but um i thought i'd just mention it is on the side of the pen there's a little kind of clicky thingy and basically one side one side i guess i'm not sure what what that button is but the top button the one that's highest off the pen is like a right click when you right-click over stuff, just like a mouse, it'll bring up the little the little window of options. So when I right-click over things on just like a random Firefox window or whatever, it's just like having a mouse. So I don't need a mouse for those things either, because you know you don't you don't know what the pen has on it unless you have it. And I didn't know you could use it for a mouse, but uh -huh. I'm not I'm not sure what you mean by um, besides a mouse or besides drawing. Is there anything else I could use it for? I don't know. Do you think? That that's I don't know. I mean I'm not sure. I I, I guess dude, I don't know what else you really could use it for. I, I mean, when it comes down to it, is I it use easy? it when I'm editing um audio files on Audacity. How how do you find that? I use it basically just like a mouse, which I guess would be under the mouse category. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Kinda caught me off guard there. Um I use it just how I use Audacity because I'm I I'm really a mouse person. I don't use a lot of keyboard commands except for on when I'm drawing when I use Control Z, Control Y, and Control S, which is to undo, redo, and save. Those are pretty much the only ones I use. And um, on Audacity, I can use it just like a mouse, and I could like highlight certain portions of the uh, audio file, and I can hit pause and play and um, because I usually don't take my external keyboard with me, so I have to use the mouse for all that because of how messed up my keyboard is and how the spacebar doesn't work, so I can't just hit the spacebar to hit play, because it won't work. Um, so basically, when I made the ringtone tonight, last second, uh, I used the bamboo tablet for everything. Do you find it, um, so you find it more precise to use that than using a mouse? I do because I can I can control it better. When I'm using a mouse and it's one of my big fat fingers using the mouse, it's harder to control where the mouse goes and how like cuz when I'm trying to move the mouse just a little tiny bit to the right, and I'm just trying to ease my finger on, sometimes it'll just go like a whole inch to the right, you know. It's just so much area on your finger on just a small mouse pad and also with a with a external mouse that you move around it's hard to control it as well as with a pen it's just like drawing on paper 
Well, let me let me go back to that a second there. Um, we're comparing and contrasting it between a mouse and a trackpad. Um, or when you're talking about fat finger, are you talking about on a trackpad? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about using a standard mouse? Uh, using a standard mouse. Um, I don't have a mouse pad or anything, so I don't know if a mouse pad changes this, but I find that when I use a standard mouse, it's probably even harder than a touch pad, or than a, than a mouse pad, because my, my entire arm, the muscles in my entire arm are going to move a lot more than in my finger, and when I have that mouse in my hand, sometimes I involuntarily move, involuntarily move, and the mouse moves, and it kind of messes up my line or something like that. And um, I don't like erasing. I don't like having to change my tool or whatever and erasing when I'm drawing. I like hitting undo because um, if I use like small, more precise strokes, and I really have something that's more accurate in what I'm doing and easier to control. I don't have to use the erase tool a lot because I only use it when I'm going back to touch up usually. I like the undo because I don't have to go through and try not to hit other lines. Um, and when I'm using the bamboo tablet, I can make smaller strokes that would be harder on the mouse, and I can actually use the paint tool. And so when I undo something, it's not like I'm using the pads tool and I have to undo the whole entire thing that I just pad out and um and uh traced or whatever it's called I can uh I can just undo that small little bit that I messed up. And so far you've used it primarily with doing artwork in the GIMP, correct? I guess you could say that. I mean, I've used it for everything. Well, I... the past week that I've had it, the only I guess because I probably used GIMP more than all of other applications like and going on the internet, um, I probably have used it mostly for uh, art on my computer. But I wouldn't say that I mostly use, I will mostly use a pen in that. I think I'll use the pen with everything because I really like it. So when we're talking about you using it with the GIMP, um, how, how do you, how do you use it with the GIMP? What, what do you do? Um, well, basically, it's like drawing on a piece of paper, except the paper, it's like a paper synced up to another mechanism in which you draw on it, and it appears. The screen, if you think about it, it's just kind of like a really big mouse that you can control better, because you're still, you know, externally moving the pen and everything, and it's appearing on the screen, but you have, like, kind of like a sheet of paper-like template to do it on, and I think that just makes things easier, as long, if you master, like, the being able to look at the screen while moving the pen thing, then it's really easy to do, but if, if it's hard for you to do that, then it's going to be a little bit hard to use the pen. I, I guess it really depends on how you use your computer and how you think, maybe? I don't know, how how well you use the computer, or not really how well, but how you use the computer in different aspects, as opposed to others, what, you, what you're stronger in. And it's a very, like, picky... Um, I don't know if picky is the right word, but it's a very... I don't know. But you have to really uh, kind of let the tablet do what it wants. You have to work with it. If you try working against it or getting frustrated at it or trying to do something that it doesn't want you to do, then it's not going to work well. You have to... You can't really, like, go against how it's supposed to be used. Like, it's supposed to sit here and then you're supposed to move the pen. You can't really move the tablet around or anything. And you can't be too rough with it. Because you gotta be light on it to make the best artwork or use it as best you can. Because if you don't work with the tablet, then the tablet's not gonna work with you. What, um, do you, do you, one question I'm not, uh, if you touch the pad, correct, that would draw a line in the game. It, as long as you touch it with the pen. Yes. If you hover yeah. it over, it just moves it. Or if you yeah. hover it over and press the the button down, it'll draw a line, right? Um, 
The button is the same as the left click on the mouse. Uh, well, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a phone where one side is a button, the other side's also a button. Uh, you have two yeah, buttons. It's, it's kind of like a volume button almost. One side, the 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 button closest to the tip of the pencil, the pen, is the left click, and the one in the back is the right click. Correct. Yeah. Go ahead, what you were saying, sorry. Um, what was I saying? Oh, you asked me if it drew a line. Um, I'm not sure because my GIMP isn't working. Hold on, let me pull it up again. Ink it. Paintbrush. The tools weren't working for a second. Um, but I think so. It might... It doesn't do it on, um, like, internet or, uh... Or anything like that, if you uh, hold down the first button, it doesn't do it. But I think it does do it on GIMP. Okay, let, let's just talk about how you work. How How is it when you work? I mean... No, wow. when you... when you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I just figured it out. I remember what the, the quote-unquote left-click button does. Um, it moves... What I really like about it, this is one of my favorite things about it, is when you, like hit what is what we're calling the left click button which is the button closest to the pen tip it moves it like grabs the paper and it moves it if you move the the mouse or the the pen you can move it to any section of the paper you want which i think is very useful because i like to zoom in on my work so i get as precise as i can and so if i'm zoomed in i can't exactly go from like the tip of the hair all the way down to the the knee or something i have to you know Use the sidebars, which is kind of hard when you have the, the old gim, because I have the old gim, and it's got the toolbox just like sitting there in front of everything. I don't like moving that around and then having to move the bars up and down. So with this, I can just grab the paper and move it. Actually, I think your version of gimp, the one on there now, has the. Uh... <laughs> I know mine does. I gotta, I gotta find out which one is it. Where it actually is, I forget where it is. Hold on. Uh, where what is GIMP? Graphics? Uh, no, no, I'm on. Uh, 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 trying to find out where my tools are. Why don't you just go up to Tools and click Toolbox or Control B? That's a good question. Where is my toolbox? Ah, oh, it's been a while since I've... Now I've hidden it. No, there's a... There's a, um... There's something you can toggle on and off. Are you sure? Yeah. I think that's only with the newer GIMP. Well, I'm using the new... I do have the newer GIMP. Oh, I don't. wait a second. What version of GIMP is it? Fine. Yeah. Um... It's... 2.6. Hey, 26. Okay. Uh, which one is it? Don't change my GIMP. Uh, I forget what it's called. I thought I had... I know I have... Huh. Don't change my GIMP. I'm trying to find out what happened to my windows. Um, where my toolboxes are. Why don't you just go up to the toolbox thing where all the view and edit and file are and click toolbox. I'm going to edit all this out, right? Nope. Well, Why? I'll edit some of the... No, go to Windows. I go don't... Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, I don't have my GIMP open because it's acting weird on me. It's freezing. How could it be Tools. freezing? Trust me. Ah, there we go. I got it on now. Now I know what I'm doing. Hold on. Hold on. Because I, I need to say something. What? And I gotta wait for this thing to come up. Where is it? What are you waiting on coming up? GIMP. It's not loading. Are you sure it's oh, not wait, loaded here on? It is. Um. 
Okay, no, never mind. I don't need to say anything. I got it. Well, ah. you can go to Windows to get the toolbox. You can also go to Tools to get the toolbox. Whichever way it is, I'm pretty sure the command well, is Control-B. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go to Windows under the file menu. What, do you have an option in there that says single window mode? No. All right, you don't have it. I have then. the old GIMP. What version and I don't GIMP want is that? Single- 2.6, which I want to keep. I'm on 2.7. I don't want 2.7. Well, you might like single window mode. That way you don't have nah. those docks floating around. Well, you know, 26 is my lucky number, and I don't trust 2 and 7. That don't. You know what? The thing about single window mode is you can toggle it on and off without a problem. Go to I don't single care. window. I don't want 27. I ain't being ridiculous. Base. Now... Are you using just a regular uh, blank canvas with one of the? Um, are you using a paintbrush? Or, yeah, you're using a brush, aren't you? The brush I'm tool. I'm using for what? For whatever you're drawing with the pen. Well, um, I do it kind of. I guess you would call it the smart way. <laughs> I don't know, um, but smart way would be using Inkscape. But go on. Smart way would be shutting up. Uh. I use, I get a blank canvas, and, well, I like GIMP because I have old tools out, and I know where everything is, because I didn't start with Inkscape. Um, I get all, I get a blank canvas, and I use the pencil, and I, um, I lower the opacity, like, to, like, 30 or something, maybe even lower, and I lower the scale, and I use that to, to make a rough draft of whatever I'm drawing, because I basically, I start out with a stick person with circles at all the joints, and then I start drawing on the shapes, like the circles at the elbow, at the shoulders, and the and the lines, and the circles at the at the stomach, and like the awkward rectangles and all that stuff, and the chest and the hips and all that. And that's basically what you're supposed to do. Like how every single how to draw book will show you what to do is to start with the basic shapes. And I did that when I first started drawing. I kind of skipped that in the middle of when I was drawing because I was being a lazy teenager, tween, whatever you call it, I don't care. Um, and I was, I really, the, the drawings themselves weren't bad, but the anatomy was really, really bad. Like the torsos were too long or the the legs were too long or something like that. But after a while, and I also, I drew a lot of head and shoulder pictures because that's what I, I, that's what I do the most. I drew a lot of head and shoulder pictures of a lot of anime characters and stuff like that because I don't really do realistic drawing. I do more cartoon style. And, um, and then just like a couple months ago, I started going back to the whole, like, step-by-step, take-your-time drawing, because it turns out so much nicer. I, I think it's a lot better. And I go back and I fix any mistakes, no matter how far back I have to go, because, like, I did this whole entire figure, like, a couple nights ago, and I showed it to Mom, and she told me that there was something off in the in the hip stomach area and I didn't see it at first but then I started looking at it and I saw it especially once I started sketching on like a pair of pants and a jacket and a shirt and I was like oh that doesn't look right and so I had to go back all the way and I had to do the legs and I had to redo them and even though it took like three more days and I spent all night last night uh painting it and all that stuff. Well, not painting it, but painting it on GIMP and all that stuff. Um, it looks really nice, and I was really happy with the results, and I'm really glad I did it, because I really don't want to, like, make a piece of crap. I want it to be good. So I use the pencil tool. I use the paintbrush tool. I use the blend tool. I use the uh, the, the, the the water dropper, the whatever you call it, the color picker tool. I use, sometimes I use the paths tool. I didn't use the paths tool for the 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 picture that I think you're going to put in the show notes that I drew. Uh, I, I actually didn't use the paths tool, and I'm really proud of myself because I'm trying to get off of that um, that little su- that little supporting net because the paths tool is kind of like a very supporting tool, and I'm trying to use more of the paintbrush and everything for drawing so that I can 
get a steadier hand and work more on like shape like uh shaping lines and making sure that they're thin in places they're sh- they should be thin and thick in places they should be thick that's something you can't get with the paths tool it's all the same width and i don't know if you can change that um I used the fill tool a little bit, but I only used that when I had to change the, the color to like a darker color in one section. Because if you fill something that's just blank and there's black lines surrounding it, you'll get like the, the little white pixels surrounding the fill. And I don't like that, so I usually just paint it all with the paintbrush. Um, and I make sure to be careful that I don't hit any black lines. They're supposed to stay black to outline it all. Uh, I already said I used the smudge tool. I don't use the airbrush tool as much as I did before. I used to use the airbrush tool a lot, but I don't use it that much anymore. I kind of use it for the hair a little bit. I didn't airbrush the hair this time, though. I for- kind of forgot to do that. Um, because if the opacity isn't really low, or if the scale is too big, you get like circles that are very defined where you're airbrushing. So I try not to use that too much, unless I need like an exact circle, or unless I'm doing like the eyes or something like that. And, uh, I don't think I used anything else. No, I didn't use anything else. Oh, besides the eraser, of course I used the eraser. So that's the pencil, the paintbrush, the eraser, the airbrush, the color picker, and the fill. That's six tools. That's a majority of the tools, because the rest of them are kind of like effects you can do with the corners of the paper and moving it and cutting things out. So that's pretty much all the painting tools or the drawing tools. So, you know, you shouldn't take those for granted because they're really good things to It's a good weapon arsenal you got there once you learn how to use everything. Nice. Now, how easy was it to get the pad running on their Linux. Um, I mean, just like when I got it, hooking it up to my computer. Yeah. Not your installation, because I don't know that you installed whatever you installed. I don't know what you installed, but basically, when I opened this thing and I looked at it, and I was so pumped to use it, and I was like, oh gosh, there must be like a really long like installation, okays, lots of windows to go through, and um, so I was really excited to get up and using it after I played like, I don't know, two hours of Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, after I did that, uh, I I got the, the bamboo tablet, and I went upstairs, and I grabbed my computer, and I brought that and my charger all downstairs. I think he even brought my keyboard, which I kind of regretted because I had a bunch of crap downstairs with my computer. Um, I brought that all down, and I took the bamboo out, and it's basically just like a, a drawing pad. Bamboo, what you see in the um, pictures and stuff. And at one end, there's a, a connector, a cable like, you plug it cable in. It basically looks just like a phone charger. I think it is exactly like my phone charger for the G2. Yeah, I think that's what it is that I have. It's, ex- the, like, the exact same connector and the exact same end. And and then it has the USB connection at the end. And I, I hooked it up in my bamboo, and then I plugged it into my computer. And then I kind of just, like expected to have to do a whole bunch of insulation. I don't know if you had to do a whole bunch of insulation, like if it was hard or not, but I didn't have to do anything. I just put the pen to the tablet, figured out that if you press, actually, if you, like, touch the tablet with the pen, that it's it's clicking on the mouse. And so I figured that out pretty quickly because it was just my screen background, and I saw it make, like, the little light green square when you drag it, you know what I mean? Like, when you click it down and you drag it on the background, makes, like... I don't know what it is. It's like the select or whatever, when you can select documents or something. I don't know, but that's pretty much how I figured out that if you touch the tab, it's a click. If you hover, it moves the mouse. And so that really wasn't hard for me, because that's the first thing I figured out, and it stuck with me, which is pretty much the most important thing you need to know to use this. And so I guess that's probably why I have such an easy time using it, because I know what I need to do with it, and I know how it works. I know all about it. I'm the wise one. Um, and then I just went on to GIMP and I started sketching out little 
things and stuff like that. And I sent a couple pictures of what I did to my friends, just, you know, lazy camera shots from my phone with my computer screen. So I didn't want to do anything fancy, like download it onto my phone and send it. And they were like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, it is cool. Awesome. And so that's pretty much the story of how I got started with my bamboo. Well, how about that? Yeah. I talk a lot, don't I? Gosh. Nothing wrong with talking a lot. I talk so much, I forget what the question was. Well, um, uh, you know what really surprises me, or you what? know what I'm really grateful that this that these people were so smart that they put this little like fabric pen holder at the bottom of the tablet. Because if I didn't have something like this, I probably would have already lost this pen. There's like a little green holder thingy. Like, probably like the smartest thing I've ever seen. Well, what I would say, what I want to say, um... You know the only problem this thing has? What's the problem? not sure if it's dust or I, I don't know what it is, but sometimes it'll kind of like freak out and on the edges, like right by the little bamboo thing where it's got the power, like the little power light that shows that there's power and it's got bamboo and it's got like the shiny surface right next to that on the edge of the touch screen. Sometimes if I go like close to that, sometimes when I'm drawing, like the, the, the line will just like shoot off to the side like, everywhere. It'll just, like, shoot off and do that. And I don't know why. I guess maybe it's because of, like, dust or something or or dirt on it. I don't know. But it does that, and I kind of have to, like, I have to wipe it off a little bit. Sometimes I even have to unplug it and plug it back in. But it, it always makes me nervous because this is such a nice thing, and I'm so worried that I'm going to break it somehow. But I don't know why it's doing that. I'll when you, get, looking when it you get dust on the, on the uh, actual tablet itself i don't know i don't know i gotta look that up i want to see if other people have that problem it only happens rarely i've only happened happen bleh, i've only had it happen like two or three times because i've used it a lot in the past week i don't know if it's just like maybe it gets a little bit overheated or maybe it um the, the pen leaves marks on it that make it get get it, get it like kind of dirty or something because if you if you use it enough you see that the pen leaves marks on the bamboo on the pad um i don't know if you can prevent that anyway because you are like running the pen across it and there is friction and i think it makes the the pen nib kind of like deteriorate a little bit but not too much so i don't know what that is i don't know if anybody else had this problem I assume so, because I, I only just got it, and I haven't done anything bad to it. I haven't, like, dropped it or anything. I've been extremely careful with it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know why it does that. Maybe it is just dirt. Or maybe it's because it's such a sensitive tablet that it just picks up something. Well, I, I, I would say you probably it's not as as uh, fragile as you think it is number one and if you want to clean it um a damp cloth if there's like markings on it or whatever that the pen used to, puts on there a damp cloth or whatever at, unplug it wipe it down a little bit with a damp yeah, cloth but that's what double I do. double check i, I mean uh, it, it it has some uh Uh, I'm sure a damp cloth would... How do I clean a, a Wacom tablets? I'm just looking that up. Uh, soft damp cloth. Um, ah. Spray or pour the water on the cloth, but do not put it directly on the tablet. Rub gently. Um, and then let it, you know, dry it with the cloth. Let it dry for a little bit before you actually go using it. Yeah, um, I figured it was just something that you need to, like, clean it or something. I don't know. The one other flaw that this thing has, which isn't really performance at all, it's just appearances, the, the corner where it has, like, the, the, the bamboo name and, um, 
and the little light that shows you if it's on or not. It's so shiny and so like fine and uh and smooth that it scratches so easily. And just having it and carrying it up and down stairs and having my computer and like uh and using the pen and everything, it looks like I've had it because of this shiny smooth thing that has little scratches all over it. It looks like I've had it for like three months. It looks like very well used, which kind of bumps me out because I don't even know how it happened. But it's just so smooth and shiny and it gets scratches on that little part right there. And I'm not sure if you know what part I'm talking about, but I have no idea. I'll show you later. Um, what I would also say is I think I would assume um, that the tip of that pen that uh, I, I think that something on that must wear out. Well, yeah, of course, because they give you like three or four extra pen nibs. So, so yeah, they're all the same size, so they must wear out. Yeah, I can tell because looking at the pen nibs that I have, oh wow, looking at the pen nibs that are in the little baggie that they give you with extra stuff and looking at the one that's on my pen, I've worn it like a lot. It's It's actually got a point on it. Yeah, so be careful with that so you, the point doesn't get too sharp and you can actually cut into yeah, the tablet. I um, what I want to say about the tablet, um, first off, is uh, when I when I got this at work, I was like ecstatic. Um, it came in the mail. I had it order, sent directly to me. Um, I immediately tried it out because I wanted to make sure that when you opened it on Christmas Day, it was all ready to go. And I just wanted to make sure everything was, was cool with that. So... Um, I uh, I plugged it in to my system, and it would not recognize it at all on my on my laptop, and I was getting a little worried. And long story short, what it turns out the reason is is uh, that model is pretty darn new. So that model required uh, a newer driver than what was in the current kernel model now. Uh, the um, current Linux Wacom drivers were not in the uh, in the standard kernels that are released, so I had to download the latest Wacom drivers, and uh, that was a simple um, install. I just un un uninstalled the sources and typed configure dash dash well dash dash configure uh, or uh, prefix equals USR, I think it was, and. Um, it installed right away, and I just copied the module over there, over copied it into the kernel modules, uh, the wakehome.ko driver, and uh, loaded that sucker up. To just followed the instructions on doing it. It was dead simple, not a problem at all, and uh, we were all good to go. Uh, so I, I did that on mine. I did it on Avery's to try out before I started mucking around on yours because it was hard to get to yours. I did that on yours while you were in uh, D.C., Installed oh, the driver. Wow. So, yeah, I asked Mom. I was like, "Oh, did did you do it through like uh, your connection to my computer or something like that?" She's like, "No, he just did it one day while you were out." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." <laughs> no, it's, it was really easy, and it's it's on there. So if if it, your updates ever run and install a new kernel and new modules, we might have to run the uh, the, the installation of the sources again. Well, I was surprised when I opened this on Christmas, because one, I had asked for this, like, well, I I didn't even ask for it, I was just talking about it, like, months ago, I really was excited about it, but I was like, you know, I should just get, like, I should improve my traditional drawing skills and stuff like that, so all summer at Grandma's house, I was working on my drawing, like, nonstop, and I was just, I was thinking about that, ta that, that bamboo, that tablet, that really awesome looking thing, and so I was just like, I was the uh, um I don't even know if the old one's called bamboo. Are they all called bamboos? Uh there's different Wacom tablets. Um some are called bamboo and some aren't. Well, um I don't I don't know if I if the one I was I was looking at was called bamboo or not. But um I was just thinking all all like the beginning of summer about that tablet and eventually I just kinda of forgot about it. But um when I got it on Christmas, like I remember like thinking of that of how much i wanted it before and i was like oh my gosh i cannot believe that you actually 
like remembered or thought I would like this or I don't know but I was just so ecstatic and then I opened it and I was just like wow because this is such a newer sleeker nicer looking version than what I saw online not nicer looking but like sleeker and I guess I think it's even more space to draw I don't know but the one I saw was the um I don't know what it's called it's the one I'm looking at right now and I don't know this one is just so much nicer I didn't even know they had this kind I was really surprised and I love the colors the blue and I mean not the blue the um the green and black are really nice yeah uh I actually somebody in um the IRC channel had recommended had said why don't you try getting Paige a uh, a tablet after listening to a couple of Linux in the the houses I forget exactly who it was that person has my thanks my sincere thanks that person is a smart person. There was a couple people. Um, Those people are smart people. There we go. What I will also add on uh, on the bamboo, um, something you might want to check out, and that is uh, this application called Synfig Studio. And Synfig Studio, it'd be interesting to see how well the, that, it, it, that works with... Um, Synfig Studio, but what Synfig Studio is, is a free and open source 2D animation software. Jesus, that's a lot of windows. For what? Uh, Synfig Studio or whatever. Uh, you just started it up? Yeah, I was looking at it. Well, that's, well I... you're lucky because I happened to just uh, install that on your machine a few minutes ago. So, wow. um, I did that. So, it's something that maybe uh, you might be interested in. If you go to synfig.org, S-Y-N-F-I-G.org, they have, uh, under documentation, they have a wiki there, and under the wiki, there's tutorials that uh, help you get started in, in learning some of the different things in there that you might be interested in doing. Oh, that's um, cool. Anyway, let's, uh, we're going to be posting some of your work that you've done in the GIMP. Like uh, one thing. <laughs> the one thing, yeah. One thing's fine. Uh, I think it's one. I think I have another one, but it's just line art. I don't know if you want to put that up or not. Um, did you export it out yet? Export what out? The the thing in the GIMP that you've been working on. Oh yeah, I always save it. I I don't I don't save it in the default file or whatever. What it? You don't save it in a default file format? No, I save it in a JP J. J you should actually and you should actually save it in the GIMP's default file format. I don't like it. You don't like what? A lot more work and I can't I don't think I can open it in anything but GIMP. No, no, no. No, the reason why I say that is um and the reason why I keep telling you about using um Inkscape and some other applications is because the uh the type of work that you do uh, the type of work, the artwork that you're making, should be done in a vector format as opposed to a bitmap image. Um, and I say that because uh, the vector format allows you to, it's, it's a far more flexible format and the type of line art that you're doing in the work. Uh, if you put it into a vector format, you can easily export it out into a JPEG format or any kind of bitmap format that you want, but the flexibility of a vector format allows you to resize it without distorting it, because if you take a bitmap image, a, a raster image is what it's called, and you, it, it, if, if you created it originally at, let's say, 640 by 480, okay, that's the pixel size of the image, and yeah. you tried to, exp and you, you tried to, if you shrank it, that would be okay. You know, you wouldn't have a problem if you shrank it so much. You lose some pixel depth and everything, but it would okay. But if you try and expand it and make it bigger, that's when it starts. To, it, it has to try and fill things in, and it distorts it big time. So well, yeah. it, you don't have that problem with a vector-based image because it's all, um, instead of being uh, based on pixels, it's based on calculations and, and algorithms and everything. Okay. 
I guess I could look. I should probably look into that because I don't really, I'm, I don't really know much of the difference. But if I look into that, you know, I'll figure that stuff out, and it'll probably make things look even better. So that's why I say to you. Um, that's why I say if you're gonna, what you should do with the GIMP is when you're working on anything in the GIMP, save it in a default file format. But when you want to open it in something else, export it out into like a JPEG or whatever. Because if you save it in the default file format, you save uh, you save it in a way that you can. I think preserve some of the history. I think in that. So if you if you needed to go back, it has some of that history preserved in there, and it's done in a way that. Um, any changes that you make are not necessarily completely destructive. So uh -huh. it's just better to save it in the default file format and export it when you want to. What's the name of that? What, what is the name of that picture? MYA. And where are you saving it? Huh? Is it in your documents? It's in my pictures, in my creations. I'm organized. Oh, okay. MYA JPEG? Yep. That's her oh. name. She's a character. Oh. Secret projects. Okay. Nah, 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 nah. All right. And now I have it. And we will put it up on the website. Let's talk about your ringtone. Well, you know what you can also put up? Uh oh, here we go. What? What else can we put up? <laughs> Sorry, gosh. Um, there's just this picture that I drew on GIMP, but I also hand painted it. Basically, the same colors, just in person, it's hand painted. Um, where's my GIMP? Um, nah, you don't have to put it up. No, we can do that. Now we have to put it up because people are gonna want to see it. It's the superhero girl. <laughs> Giggle, giggle. Is that what it's called, Superhero Girl? No, it's called Hero Scan. Which one? Two. Hero Scan 2. Alright, we'll put that up, too. Uh, I think that's it. How? Let's talk about your homework, because you actually did do your homework. Um, yeah, I did. You, you I'm had surprised. Done, I'm proud. Well, you've been working on that for a couple days. Uh, you, you were doing, um, making a ringtone. You should have made one, too. I, I have my original, I have a ringtone that I made. I do, too. I have so many ringtones that I make. I can make them on my phone. I can make them on RingDroid. There's an app for this kind of thing, you know? It's just not as specific as this. With RingDroid, usually you can only cut parts out. Well, just one part out. Um, I think there used to be something where you could, like, cut out certain parts and paste them together or whatever. I don't know. But um, I guess on Audacity, I have a lot more options. But when I just want a quick, simple ringtone, usually of something Alice Cooper or Japanese, I just put it in RingDroid and I pick out my favorite part. <laughs> well, then, uh, talk about what you did to create yourself a ringtone. Okay. Um, well, I used Wait, what's song... your email? Condafan26? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, then. <clears throat> I use the song uh, I Can't Decide by Scissor Sisters, which is now one of my favorite songs. Uh, it's a really good song. And uh, I basically just did what I said. I cut parts my f I cut parts that I thought would go well together out, and I put them together. But it's it was kind of difficult because I had to put them together in a way where the music continued on the instrumental part of the music, not just the vocals, because the vocals are the easy part to connect. The hard part is the instrumental part, because you got to connect it so that it doesn't sound like you cut it up. So I, I basically, I had to take it, I had to, I had a very, like, with this song, I had a lot of options, because it's kind of the same repeating instrumental pattern in in certain parts but a lot of songs it's different and you, you have a lot less options but with this song well the thing is the song is only like two two minutes and 45 seconds long so it's a very short song um and it's got a, a, a repeating pattern
pattern in the music and the instrumental part. So I had to make sure that because of that, it would sound even worse if I put two parts together that didn't go together as they do in the song. So I had to make sure I took parts that kind of connected. I, c I can look at the audio file and I can tell that they, like, that the instrumental part connects because it looks like it connects. And I also have to listen to make sure it connects. So it was kind of hard, but I think it sounds good. And what was what did you th think of Audacity? Well, I've used Audacity before. I love Audacity. But you were having kind of a problem, though, weren't you? Was? What was I having a problem with? You were having a problem when you were exporting oh. it. Oh. Uh... I think my only problem with that is I thought I was exporting it into my music file, but I guess I didn't export it into the right place. Yeah, you were you were exporting it um, into... Well, I think the first time I exported it into my home folder, and then I didn't find it because I thought I exported it in my music folder, so I tried re-exporting it in my music folder, but I didn't want to go over the file that was already supposedly existing, so I just called you over to help me, and you found it, because <laughs> I don't know how to use a terminal. Yeah, we're going to have to fix that. People aren't going to want to hear that. You'll show me. How did you learn to use a terminal? Uh, sitting down and getting down and dirty, reading tutorials and documentations and books and all sorts of different things. Um, well, boom! That's how yeah, I learn. Boom, booby, 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 boom. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But so so you you have uh you have a new ringtone that you can mess around with. You got some audacity experience. And maybe we should just have you put the show together. But uh Oh goodness. We'll see. Don't you just don't you just have to cut out parts that you don't want and fix up parts that you have? Uh, something like that. I'm just we won't have you do that. That you wanna go on some other time down the road. So uh that was easy enough for you to make the um the ringtone. Uh I thought I didn't I didn't have it done because I thought you wanted me to like Make an actual, like, ringtone ringtone. Like, I was going to take instrumental parts of songs and try and put them together. I didn't know you wanted me to make something out of an already pre-existing song. You didn't clarify. There's two different types of ringtones, okay? Well, how are you going to make... What, what was your other th method, your other thought that... Well, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to take, especially of... Japanese music because they have a lot of interesting instrumental sounds. I was going to take instrumental parts, like parts with nobody singing or or I was going to make it so that you couldn't really hear the vocals or whatever in some parts because sometimes when you do that some parts sound really good, some parts sound really crappy, but some parts sound really good which is what I figured out when I tried to make an instrumental version of a song. But um, I thought you wanted well, I was going to like take instrumental parts and try to fit them together in a way that sounded kind of like a cool ringtone. I thought that's what you wanted me to do, and I was like, "This is way too hard." And I was like, "I told you that." And you're like, "Just take a random song." And I was like, "Oh, couldn't have told me that." Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, if you want to get into doing some, uh... some, uh, what, um. If you want to get into actually making some music and stuff, you, you I don't have use... any applications like that. Well, there there are some different applications like, you can use. Don't they use. have like for Microsoft or whatever? Don't they have like GarageBand or something? Well, what GarageBand is is I mean there, there's some MIDI capability in the GarageBand, but it's mostly um, pre like musical loops that come with GarageBand that yeah, you just slap together. There are similar things like that that you can do uh, in Underland. I, I'm not as as familiar with some of those. There's um, there's drum kits and different uh, things, different stuff that you can do, uh, MIDI MIDI examples and synthesizers and everything that you can you can pull into certain applications that allow you to to actually create your own music. But it's uh, it's not a simple not a simple thing to do. Um, no, I didn't think so. 
because uh, you're messing around with. Uh, I want to say they're called sound fonts, but it's it's an area that I'm not as familiar with. I looked into doing that like five or six years ago. I messed around with the hydrogen drum kit, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but unless you're actually going to be playing a musical instrument and uh, bringing whatever it is that you want in through a, some MIDI interface, uh, creating electronic music is is a little more difficult than just slapping some notes down uh, <clears throat> uh, to actually get into it. Uh, the people doing it on Windows and uh, and and Apple and, and OS ten, there are some pretty there are some packaged software applications far more advanced than GarageBand, which is uh, OS ten only. But um, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's the hmm. that's the future. We'll talk about that in the future, <laughs> or something. Or I'll figure that out in the future. It's something that we need to look. We can look into. Yeah, but Maybe people will leave recommendations for stuff like that. I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> so, what about the other part of your your project? There was another part. Yeah, you you did have some other homework. I don't know what it was, and my computer your other was acting up. Your other piece of homework, which you could always check from the website, was to try out. Well, yeah, a, I was a going different... to, but my computer was acting up. Remember? Yeah. Try out a different uh, desktop application or window. Well, you never did that. <laughs> well, we, we no, we didn't. But how, how? Why don't you talk about how you're getting along with Linux Mint? Um. Well, it's okay. Uh. Color scheme, which was really what was bothering before, doesn't really bother me that much now because I really don't have to look at it <laughs> um, with all the stuff that I have on all the different windows. The uh, activities and menu crap doesn't really bother me that much anymore. I've kind of gotten used to how it works. And getting used to both the Linux Mint and the Bamboo pen tablet thing together kind of helped me get used to it as long as. I mean, as well as the new Bamboo tablet, so... I, I don't hate it anymore. Well, if you still have any desire to try out something different, I mean, we can always try... There's other other ones to mess around with. I mean, like, I guess, but as long as it doesn't crash anything, everything I do every time I try to do something or or run too slow, I really don't care anymore. My GIMP works, my internet works, my Audacity works. My my rhythm box doesn't work though. I don't know why. Oh yeah, we we gotta we gotta fix that. But um I use like uh the uh, VLC the yeah VLC media player which kinda sucks because every time it gets closed I have to like re input all my music into it. I don't know if you could like save a track or whatever or a playlist but um, I'm kind of too lazy to do that. Just want my music. Just want to play it. But um, everything seems to work pretty fine on Linux Mint. So, whatevs. So, anything else you want to add for this show? Um. Well, actually, I do. The the, the thing I do kind of like about Linux Mint is it's not just for uh, Windows spaces. I don't know what you call them. You have like you have one. Right now, I have like five up. One has Audacity, one has my music, one has Mumble and GIMP, and one has Firefox up. You know what I mean? By, like, windows or spaces or whatever you call them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think there's... I, I don't know. The limit is probably, like, seven, but <laughs> I have plenty of space. So, I guess it's not all that bad. No, it's not all that bad, and I think it's pretty darn good, huh? Yeah. Anyway, if that's all you have, Paige, I will go ahead and issue your homework for this week coming up. This 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 uh, next month. Okay, I'm gonna stop I'm, writing it down because you have it in the show notes. So. I'm gonna make it simple. Uh, I'm gonna make it simple. I want you to either, I want you to draw something in either Synfig Studio or Inkscape. Your choice. Oh God. And that should be some happy homework. Wait, um, do, you, do you want me to 
do that logo for homework so I have more motivation no, no, that, to do that, it. That's no that 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 is outside. That that's uh that has something completely different. But I would like to see that logo within the next week or so. Okay. Do you want me to draw it all or Sure, you could draw it first and then show it to me and then put it No, in I mean here. like Do you want me to draw it all? Do you want it all drawn or do you want renders of stuff or what do you want? You if you want to draw it all, that's fine. If you want to do a mixture, that's up to you. You know, too. we probably shouldn't talk about this on the show. Yeah, so you give me something. You can put a couple of, give me some an idea, put an idea together, give it to me. Okay. I'll sketch it, show it to you and tell me if you like it or not. Or I'll give you a couple I will do sketches. That. Or something like that. Alrighty then. I think that's it. That's it. Alright, so your homework for the next show, very simple, dun, 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 is to uh, create a drawing using either Inkscape or Synfig Studio. Okay. Happy day. I should probably try Inkscape first. It's up to you. Maybe I'll get around to both. I don't know. What else do we have? Anything else? Uh, that's no, a good I think show. We only had good two show things. For this. That's a long show. It's over an hour, so that's good. That's, that's probably good. not over an hour with everything you have to cut out. <laughs> yeah, it'll be pretty pretty long. But anyway, um. You might have caught Paige in the past couple of uh, episodes of Colonel Panic Oddcast. I don't know why they keep calling you to come back on. I don't know. I'm like a parasite infecting everybody's I know. Uh, podcasts. You're everywhere. You're like yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I am. You're like a stinky. That it's won't go nice. away. Ooh, You're so mean to me. I know. It's sad. But anyway. It is sad. Neglectful father. Some good stuff, so I want to uh, wish everybody a Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, 2012. Year of the Dragon. That's it, Year of the Dragon, so uh, why don't you make a dragon? There you go, you can make a dragon in uh, in Inkscape. Oh gosh, really? You're making me go straight to Inkscape and you want me to draw a dragon? I'll draw you a worm. Whatever. Alright, so say goodnight everybody. Oh, good night, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you telling me what to say now? I'm not a puppet. Well, you just keep telling yourself that. But uh, have a happy, and thank you for wow. listening. Yep, happy new year. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Linux in the house. Shizzle, magnesium. I have a new subscriber. What fool is that? Uh, hold on. I, I just subscriber lost to it. what? The Dark Eclipse. My hundred and sixth subscriber. Thank you very much. On the Otaku. Because I'm awesome. You don't care. I don't even know what you're talking about. My 106th subscriber on the Otaku. Oh, on the Otakus. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Alrighty, baby. We're gonna rock this world. I'm so glad this is on recording. Step <laughs> into a slim gym. Oh gosh. What, what are you gonna do, Paige, when these iron pythons are wrapped around you? I don't know, I'm sorry. Hurt me. Alright, let me bring up what's our website? Linux, Linux in the house. In the house. Why are you so soft? Because I changed... Well, I don't know. That's not... No, that's just what goes into the mic. That's not how the volume... Okay. I don't know. That's good for me. No, I fixed it on my ears. Okay.
No new feedback, um, aside from comments or anything, right? Uh, nothing that you're not aware of, do I know? I don't know. Okay, let's, uh, let's start this off. Because it's already... Oh, it's only 9.30? Yeah, it's only 9.30. Come on, let's we do this. We ate too early tonight. No, no, we didn't. We ate at a perfect time because it's either too early or it's freaking 12 o'clock in the morning, all right? All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. Here we go. This is not starting here we go the episode. Now. This is tomfoolery. Alright. Yeah, that shut you up. Five. Wait, do you want a regular countdown or do you want a... Australian countdown? <laughs> okay, Gosh. here we go. Are you going to count down? Yeah, I was just looking at something. Trying to calculate something here. Okay. Five. Four. Three, two, one.